Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Simply Chrissy podcast. This is your girl Chrissy coming to you once again with more spicy goodness. And this, my friends, is episode 61. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. I hope that you're doing well, as much as can be. And yeah, I appreciate you. Before we get into the main episode, just a few housekeeping items, as they say in the podcasting world. Remember to follow this podcast, share it, review it if you can, depending on which platform you're listening from, and also check out simplychrissyblog.com for written nuggets of gold. There are new things being published every week, so check that out, and also Tune in every Monday and Thursday because that's when new episodes drop. I was going to say drop it like it's hot, but I think I feel, I feel like I say that too much. So I'm going to just cool off with that for, for now. Okay. Today's episode, episode 61 This episode is dedicated to all my people who suffer with eczema, eczema, as some people say. Again, tomato, tomato, potato, potato, grow up. Thank you. People with eczema. This goes for adults who may be dealing with it themselves. This goes for parents who have children and the parents are losing their minds because they're seeing their children suffer and they feel helpless. And so as somebody who has been dealing with this for the majority of my life and got it as a child, I know a thing or two about a thing or two. No, I'm not a doctor, but I've suffered like fucking hell. And I know some things that is valuable information. And I know that I can help people. And so helping people is important to me because that means that my pain and my suffering wasn't in vain. So just a few things about eczema. What is it? It is in the simplest explanation. It is a condition that causes the skin to be itchy, inflamed, and have a rash-like appearance. That's like super simplified. Um, I'll elaborate, extrapolate, as the people say momentarily. Uh, Eczema is pretty common now a days apparently uh, I didn't know that until I did, did a little bit of research because uh, you know you don't really go around seeing people with eczema that's why I say that um, you see lots of people with acne you see some people with psoriasis but you don't really see people every single day with 
eczema and also a lot of people with eczema hide it i'm a hundred trillion percent guilty of that quite frankly at times in my life when my eczema was the worst if i could have worn a burqa google that if you don't know what a burqa is but if i could have worn a burqa i would have been very happy because then i would never have to show myself because i was absolutely covered from scalp to toe so people are already self-conscious enough as it is but imagine being a female (laughs) having a condition that not only makes you look ugly because it is just an it, it does ugly things to your skin so not only is it aesthetically unpleasing but it it hurts you are in pain you are in pain every single day on in on in some way shape or form varying from mild skin pain to severe skin pain so that is for people who have it bad so um they say over 31 million People in the United States have some form of eczema now. And eczema can begin during your adolescence or even in adulthood. And it ranges in severity from mild to severe. Um, so yeah, so 31 million people in the United States approximately have eczema. Over 6 million people in Canada have some form of eczema. And in the United Kingdom, approximately 15 million people have eczema over there. So, and I mean, even for the the statistic in Canada, when I researched how many people had eczema in Canada a few years ago, it was only 3 million because the population of Canada is about 37 million, I think now. Where else is in the States, it's like 400 million, um, uh, yeah, 400 and something, yeah, it was like 400 something million in the United States. So the population is different, but still, um, in Canada, that's a, that's a pretty significant increase in people who have eczema going from 3 million to 6 million. It's increased over the past few years, so um, definitely on the rise. (sighs) Okay, so now that the basics are covered, I'm going to drop some gems on you about effective ways to, like, what to look out for. Some people have someone advocating for them. And some people don't. The people who are most vulnerable are parents who have zero medical history and have absolutely no idea what drugs and topical steroids do. Topical steroids are the pharmaceutical drugs that doctors and dermatologists prescribe for people with eczema to put on their skin. 
and also yeah so parents are vulnerable because most parents do not have medical knowledge they don't have the jargon they don't know and also adults uh who have eczema they don't know how to deal with it because everybody just perceives because it's something that affects the skin everybody makes a mistake of just focusing on the skin when it's deeper than that i was very lucky because my mother was a nurse for 30 30 years my mom knew every freaking thing no doctor could try her i don't know where i would be without my mother to be 100 percent honest with you because when doctors tried to prescribe permanent medications for me since starting from when I was a kid and my mom knew exactly what was what and my mom's like you're not giving that to my child absolutely not because she knew the long-term ramification and consequence of me being permanently on whatever they were trying to put me on because she would tell me things because I can't remember certain things because it's been going on for a long time and furthermore a lot of people you can't be remembering things when you're one or two years old like you know one two three four I don't have a lot of memory from that um So I'm very lucky because my mother advocated for me. She knew exactly what was going on. She could, she knew all the medical jargon. She could, she knew about meds. She knew everything. So when doctors tried to try to try her, tried to prescribe stuff for me, my mom was like, nope, not my daughter. So I'm very blessed. And I literally owe my life to my mother. She gave me life, but I literally owe her everything because there's many times I could have died so anyway things to look for when you go to your doctor so if you are a parent and you have a child or if you are an adult if you are getting reoccurring rashes and you can't explain them like so this is nothing having to do with contact dermatitis contact dermatitis is temporary so for example people who tend to get a good example of somebody who would get uh, contact dermatitis would be a hairdresser because they're constantly handling chemicals hair dye you know uh, maybe chemical straighteners for hair perm stuff bleach whatever always washing people's hair too so then and conditioning it and then that dries out your hands all kinds of stuff so the combination of like chemicals on their hands washing their hands drying out their hands all that constantly over and over and over day after day after day i literally had a hairdresser once a long time ago she would get uh contact dermatitis from 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 her work from everything i just said about all the stuff that she handled and it affected her skin and the moment she stopped it went away so examples like that even you know some people maybe they might be allergic to grass they roll in the grass they get an allergic reaction you know um the second they stop you know it it their skin will calm down so to speak it'll it'll take some time but it just Typically, the the problem was the fact that they went into the grass, okay? So it was the interaction. So that was the allergen. 
Um, but for people with like atopic dermatitis, where that is a more 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year kind of scenario, you could be doing absolutely nothing. And all of a sudden you just get punched in the face <laughs> by some kind of crazy ass flare up. And so that, that depends on how much you have your skin under control, right? So like when your skin is just reckless, just running rampant, you're literally being, it's like being in a flesh prison. Um, I was reading that this, I was reading this article from 2017 about this girl in Toronto who was suffering with eczema since she was a child. And she described it as having chicken pox 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And it affects your entire life. And you're in a lot of pain. And nobody really knows outside of your family. And a lot of times doctors don't really give a shit. If I'm going to be honest with you. Um, so... Anyway, going back to it. So when you have, if you see any rashes, reoccurring rashes on yourself, or if you have a child, you have a baby, uh, especially under five, and you see reoccurring rashes, you're going to want to take your kid to the doctor. Obviously, your general practitioner will either diagnose it or they'll recommend that you go to a dermatologist, and then they're going to diagnose that you have, you know, uh, atopic dermatitis, which is the most permanent, uh, form, so to speak, or long lasting, long lasting or chronic form of eczema. That's the most torturous one, by the way, that's what I have. Um, and then after that, what they're going to do is they're going to try and prescribe you pharmaceuticals. They're going to try to prescribe you topical steroids. And this is where people get screwed. This is exactly what I was talking about with the advocacy and how my mom stepped in and she intervened with for me. Of course, parents are going to are going to advocate for their children, but I'm saying my mother was not only able to advocate for me as my mother, but she was able to advocate for me as a medical professional. She knew the jargon. She knew the game. She knew everything. So when doctors were trying to get at her and tell her, hey, your kid needs to be on this, 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 and this type of thing, my mom was like, absolutely not. And so that is the missing piece for a lot of people around the world who, who have children who are exhibiting symptoms of atopic dermatitis. They fall to the mercy of the doctor because they don't have the medical knowledge to make the decision whether this thing that's being prescribed for their kid is good or not because they're desperate to see their child be better. It's horrible. Like literally for a parent to see their child in absolute shambles, like there is nothing you can do. Literally almost seeing your kid in a pile of raw blood. Because when their skin gets so bad, they just scrap the shit out of themselves. And it's, it's almost like, it's almost like being set on fire. Like I, it's hard to describe or like being like attacked by ants. Like it's like the feeling of watching somebody being attacked, but it's like their skin and it's like, it's just horrible. 
and so you see your kid they're they scratch themselves until they're raw they're bleeding their skin is cracked it's oozing it's horrible of course you want to see your kid be better and so naturally the first thing the doctor throws at you you're gonna be like hey i'll take it <laughs> you know but the, you don't understand what it's doing to your to your skin if you're the adult who has it or to your child or children's skin if they are the ones who have it so i highly recommend hear the english coming out of my mouth when a doctor prescribes a topical steroid to you run like hell do not do it pharmaceuticals in the case of atopic dermatitis which like i said is the worst form of eczema because it's 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year and it's somewhere between a smoldering fire and a raging forest fire that's out of control pharmaceuticals are not the solution it's a band-aid what will happen to you is you'll get the topical steroid for either yourself or your child you will apply it on the kid's skin or your skin and then you're going to see an improvement you're going to get artificially high as in happy as in excited as in elated because you're going to think oh my god this really works oh my god i'm better and you're just going to go crazy slathering this stuff on your skin and your skin will seem to go back to normal look normal you're gonna look amazing instead of looking all like janky you're gonna look so good you're gonna feel so good and then everything will come crumbling down what doctors fail to tell people is that topical steroids actually thin your skin they thin your skin to the point where your skin isn't even skin. Um, I like to give the analogy of like um, when girls get fake nails. I think it's acrylic nails. I don't know if they do that anymore. Sorry, I don't get fake nails. <laughs> but I had them once for grade eight grad. So this is what I'm, or not grade eight, uh, high school graduation. Sorry. So they filed my nails down until it's paper thin. Like you could literally flick it like it's a sheet of, of, of paper, literally. And then they stick the nail on. Now, when your nail grows out, the fake nail grows out and your nails grow out and it's time for you to take off the nail, you're left with these papery, thin, flappy, things that are supposed to be nails do you know how disgusting and uncomfortable it is to try and scratch yourself not even in a in a in a in a eczema axiomatic what is it eczematic eczematic type of way i'm just like literally if, even if you you touch your face you touch anything do you know how disgusting it is disgusting it is to pass your fingers along your skin and they just bend <laughs> they just bend because they filed your nails down. So transferring that over to using a topical steroid on your skin, instead of your skin actually having some kind of strength 
to withstand again even just a regular scratch nothing not not even something severe like scratching because of eczema your skin has zero strength because it has thinned your skin to the point where your skin doesn't even function like skin anymore and all your skin does is ooze and ooze and ooze and ooze and it's raw and it's oozing so now they've given you this topical steroid you have further ruined your skin your skin looks 50,000 times worse than it was before it's out of control you can't even use any more topical steroids on your skin because it's fucked now and it will be for years until your skin comes to a place where it regenerates enough and recovers from the extra trauma of the topical steroid that the doctor gave you when they said it was going to help you when in fact it was just screwing you over even more so I urge you you're going to do whatever you're going to do but I highly recommend that if you are an adult with eczema or you are a parent who has children or a child with eczema maybe you have a sibling you know somebody do not touch topical steroids it is not a solution it is a band-aid and it's gonna fuck you over more than it's gonna help you i promise you it happened to me and it's happening to millions of people around the world i know it you can google it hell you can even see people on tiktok talking about it people going through topical steroid withdrawal don't do it. I have suggestions for you to help you. So some things that regular doctors uh, will not tell you. Oh, wait, actually, before I get into uh, solutions, when you see rashes on your skin, an additional thing you want to do, uh, you would want to get allergy screening. So you want to go to an allergy specialist so that they can uh, uh, put like a panel of allergens on your skin, whether it be on your back or on your arm. And it's going to be a wide range of allergens that they that they test you for. Animals, environment, food, dust, you know, like all kinds of stuff, like everything, flowers, grass, trees, dogs, cats, this, that, all the foods, everything, additives, preservatives, you know, everything, because those will help you to determine, um, allergens and therefore triggers that you need to stay away from, stay away from fully or limit your, uh, exposure to and it will also reveal if you have any anaphylactic aka life-threatening allergies so this is important okay so there's that moving along um so what doctors will not tell you is that what you eat matters what you eat have a has a massive impact on your skin so you cannot be eating junk food 
and drinking and putting a lot of trash in your body because when you do all that not only are you making your actual body like your system internally inflamed like you are additionally causing inflammation inside of your body by eating garbage and drinking alcohol which will further cause inflammation externally on your skin but not only that you're going to weaken your immune system and you're going to screw your ability for your body to regenerate the skin and the open wounds and any infections and complications that come with your eczema it's going to affect your body's ability to recover to keep on bouncing back from that and you really don't want to get um what is it septic you don't want to get you don't want like let's just say that your eczema got infected and you, and it spread throughout your body you don't want that to turn i'm pretty sure that's just that's septic you don't want it to turn so that it goes into your system because you can die from that so be aware of what you're eating eat a healthy lifestyle i highly recommend that you go plant-based. I did not say vegan, but I highly recommend that you go plant-based because I am a plant-based, I'm plant-based, I'm vegan, but the the reason why I did that long, long before it's now like this trendy thing, no doctors were giving me the help and relief that I needed. And all they were doing was throwing pharmaceuticals at me, which I already saw and experienced that it was not giving me an actual solution and it was ruining my life. So going plant-based um, calms your body down because when you focus on eating plant-based, Lots of vegetables, fruits, all that kind of stuff. Nutrients. You are putting nutrients into your body. You are calming the inflammation internally, which also calms the inflammation externally on your skin. You're giving your body the strength and resources that it needs to regenerate, to be as strong as it can so that you can fight your eczema. So that you can keep your body calm. Because when you keep on putting shit into your body. And you keep on putting trash into your body. And junk food. You're putting all inflammation. No nutrients. And just pure problems. Into your body. Your body can't fight. And regenerate. From nothing. So. Instead of going. And listening to your general practitioner or your dermatologist when they want to prescribe you topical steroids, seek out an alternative doctor, whether it is a naturopath, whether it is a, an herbalist, whether it is... Any kind of alternative, like a, like a holistic nutritionist, seek out 
an additional person. Go to them. Tell them about your eczema or your child's eczema. Obviously, you're going to have your child with you or, you know, if it's you, the adult. Go there and then they will help you to and guide you um, and prescribe a, a dietary plan as in what to eat to help your body to calm down internally which will then impact your skin externally and get 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 it to calm down okay another thing your lifestyle matters so adding on to the poor diet drinking you cannot be smoking you can't be smoking cigarettes you can't be smoking weed you can't be smoking whatever you can't be doing any of that um you need you cannot be be sedentary as much as possible you need to stay active and i say as much as possible because when you are experiencing or your child is experiencing severe skin pain the last thing that you want to do is move when your skin is impacted bad enough you will have problems with mobility excuse me, you will have problems with mobility. I repeat, you will have problems with mobility. You could possibly have problems walking. You or your child could possibly have problems walking, sitting, standing up, moving your arms, moving your neck, moving your ankles, wherever the pain is worst, wherever uh, the scratching and the rawness and the scabbing and the cycle has occurred enough, the damage, you will have mobility problems. I had mobility problems with my, I'm a dancer. I had mobility problems with my ankles for probably at least 10 or 15 years. I could not point my feet because the skin on my ankles was so damaged and so damaged and so thickened and so um like scabby if i want to go and and, and this is with me putting thousands and thousands of dollars worth of non medicated uh creams on my skin having i i don't use anything from uh doctors i use like natural stuff that's for another episode But anyway, there were times my ankles were so bad. If I went to go point my ankles, uh, my ankles would have busted open. No joke. So for the longest time, like I could not point my feet. Uh, Like like ballerinas do, Latin ballroom dancers, salsa dancers. I couldn't point my feet. So (laughs) I just had like what they call biscuit feet (laughs) where I just couldn't point my feet. You know, and even to this day, right now, as I talk to you, I have, I have, um, pigment missing from my feet because like this, my skin color is, I have chunks of my skin color missing from my feet. It looks like parts of my feet are albino because so much trauma happened to my feet 
I have skin color missing from my feet. I pray to God that it regenerates because uh, quite frankly, with the amount of trauma that I've experienced to my skin, only God can fix that. This That's past man now. So I'm doing my best, but that that's past. No doctor can fix that. So mobility problems are real. Um, and so in terms of staying active, because that happened to me, because uh, my legs and behind my knees and my feet and all that kind of stuff, those were places that were impacted the worst for me for a very long time. So it impacted me for doing weights and stuff like that. Uh, because doing squats would be very painful because the skin behind my leg, behind my knees, I'm sorry, hurt a lot. So it was very hard for me to do squats for a very long time. So it just made it, it made my workouts. I mean, I did the best that I could. I really loved walking, but for a long time, especially when my skin was extremely dysfunctional, I couldn't regulate my body temperature properly. So I couldn't handle heat, for example. So whether that's heat from the outside, as in the weather is hot, or it's me sweating. Uh, There was times when my skin was so thick, I was basically like a pressure cooker. I was literally cooking, (laughs) cooking myself. So, you know, like, do the best that you can with physical activity. But even doing things like going for walks matters because ironically when you're not active it impacts your health and your eczema so i know it's a vicious cycle but just do your best even if you do some light weights if you cannot squat for example just do some other things you know like i know there's a lot of things that are that involve everything (laughs) lots of things involve you know bending your legs yoga uh, Pilates, uh, just anything, basketball, just anything where you're jumping or squatting, you know, hell, it even hurts to sit down because to sit down, you have to typically, you have to bend your legs, right? When you're going to sit down. So do the best that you can live as healthy of a lifestyle as you can. It is a process. I'm not saying that the change is going to be made overnight, but you will see more permanent management and success and relief with managing your eczema that way internally with food and living a healthy lifestyle rather than thinking that you can just slap some topical steroids on your on your skin and that that is going to be the solution because it's not you're literally asking to screw your entire life because my question is when topical steroids have ruined your skin permanently where are you going to go to get more skin i'll i'll let you just think about that for a moment the answer is nowhere that's where nowhere you're screwed so be very careful when doctors prescribe you topical steroids they don't understand how much suffering happens um and on that note please expect when your eczema or your child's eczema is very bad 
expect depression, expect depression, expect depression. A lot of it for a very long time. Also expect, sorry to say, suicidal thoughts. Expect it. Because there's only so much a human being can take when it comes to suffering. And especially when you go to doctors and they are not helping you and all they want to be doing is throwing pharmaceuticals at you that don't help. And then you go to like a specialist, right? You go to your general practitioner, then you go to a dermatologist, and then you go to an uh, allergy specialist, and then you go to a skin specialist. It's like, how many of these educated people do you have to go to and none of these people have solutions? But you are suffering the same or even worse. You want to die. I promise you. So I... For any adult who has eczema or you know an adult, I would say be gentle to yourself. And for parents who have children going through it, be gentle with your kid. Because fuck around and I promise you, your kid will kill themselves. I promise you. So love your child. And even if you don't understand it, love your kid. Be as compassionate as you can. Be as understanding Try to uplift your kid as much as possible because I promise you they're going through hell. They're going through absolute hell. Love your child. Hold your child close. If you're an adult, love yourself. Try to get around people who support you. Um, I know that it can be hard because there's not a lot of people who understand. And that was one of my problems too. Trying to find like support systems. It's kind of hard (laughs) because you can't really talk to anybody about it. You kind of just really, uh, suffer. Um, but I mean, if you can find somebody who is like a good support system friend wise and can like lift you up and then, um, cause it's very heavy because it just weighs on you because you're covered you know, especially if it, if you're like covered in it. Oh my God. <laughs> it's too much. So I just recommend having a positive support system where you can also like try to relieve your mind of it and not, and focus on something else. Um, do your best with that. And I say that because It's easy for people to say to focus on other things, but it's not easy to focus on something when your entire body is covered in example, like pretend your entire body is covered in sunburn, severe sunburn, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pretend your entire body is covered by ants fighting you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or pretend your body is covered in chicken pox. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Think of that. For anybody who can't relate, try to think of something of of that nature. Wouldn't, Wouldn't you have a hard time focusing on something else when you're fucking covered? In one of the examples I just gave you, you would have a hard time. So, um, those are like the main tips that I have. Those are like the biggest ones. Avoid, I'll recap really quickly. Avoid topical steroids at all costs. Once you've gone and determined that of course you have 
uh, eczema. Like I said, avoid topical steroids. Go to an allergy specialist so that they can determine if you have any other allergies. If so, what are they? And then you can stay away from them or diminish your contact with them depending on what they are, whether it's food, it's environmental, etc., etc. Seek out an, an alternative doctor, whether it's an herbalist, sorry, an herbalist, whether it is a naturopath, it is a holistic nutritionist. Seek out an, an alternative person so that you can get onto the path of having a permanent management uh, plan set in place or even a solution, okay? Because everybody's body is different. You never know what can happen. And then watch what you eat and watch your lifestyle. Live a healthy lifestyle Sorry, it just has to be cleaner than everybody else. It's either that or and and you just suffer. Like it's you choose. It's either you suffer, you want to be like everybody else who doesn't value their health, and then they end up suffering anyway. It's just that they wait until their health is shot and then they go and try and buy it back through and try to get doctors to fix them when they can. So it's either you do your due diligence, suck it up, live a healthier life so that you can have a life and some kind of quality of life or you just do what everybody else does and then you're going to suffer and you're not going to have any quality of life and you're going to be miserable. So, watch watch what you eat and watch your lifestyle. I suggest a plant-based diet as in plant-based foods that you eat because it diminishes the amount of inflammation in your body and you're also ensuring that you're getting proper coverage of nutrients. Of course, take a multivitamin. They say that everybody should have a multivitamin. Of course, take a multivitamin. Everybody should have a multivitamin, period. Whether somebody is vegan, plant-based, not, because... A lot of people in the Western world, especially, fun fact, they're malnourished because they're not eating real food. They're eating food-like substances. Chew on that. So make sure that you're nutritionally covered. Eat foods that diminish inflammation and cause healing and strength to be in your body. And then just try to live as healthy a lifestyle as possible. Also, last thing, stress management. Stress also plays a role in uh, exacerbating your eczema. So do your best to also manage stress. So whether you have to meditate, do breathing exercises, if you are a person who prays, pray, do whatever you need to do to help you to regulate your stress so that it does not potentially trigger a flare up in your eczema.
Okay, my friends. I believe that's it. That's the end of episode 61. I hope that this ep- that this information was helpful to you. Sorry, I get a little bit... This is like a topic that really is just so... It's more than close to home <laughs> for me. So, um... I really do hope that this helps whoever is listening. If you if you know anybody who has eczema, send this episode to them because I know that it can help them. Um, I saw the biggest change in my life and my quality of life when I changed what I ate um, and I made it more plant-based. I was never a big drinker. I personally do not smoke. I do not do any drugs. I can't. I'm not interested in it. But, you know, I don't I don't drink. I haven't had alcohol since I was probably a teenager. Um it's not and even when I did have alcohol, like I like it was not a big deal for me. So that that's why I could like that's why I'm able to not drink because it was never important to me. So for a lot of people in society, drinking is important to them. Drinking is not important to me. Smoking I is a disgusting habit and it stinks and I was never interested in it. And so those things never mattered to me. So that's why, you know, going through things that I went through with like, especially like doing cleanses and stuff like that to find out things that my body liked and didn't like. You find that out when you go and you remove things from your diet. And then when you go to reintroduce things after you do a cleanse, for example, you really find out what your body likes and doesn't like. So that's a very interesting um, thing too. But anyway, I hope this information was 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 helpful to you if you know anybody with eczema pass this episode on to them because i know that it can help people and that's it i appreciate you thank you so much for your time thank you for listening much love guys love and light check you later guys so i just wanted to let you know if you are interested in knowing five products that can help to soothe and relieve yours or your kids eczema you know relieve their skin and really help their skin you can check out episode 52 of the simply chrissy podcast because there i go over a number of products that i currently use that I find extremely helpful and dermatologists will not tell you about it, nor will your general practitioner. Okay, love and light. Check you later.